This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. The NTL Now podcast is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Max Driving Academy, Jimmy's Park Hotel, Mansfield University, and Thompson Sports and Apparel. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. It's the final week in NTL regular season sports competition for the spring sports season. And you know what that means. The district playoffs and district four track and field championships are right around the corner. That means the postseason time is just about ready to heat up. And by golly, I can't wait. Glad to be back with you for another week. Shane Wilber here with you after uh, another busy week of sports coverage. And now here during a little bit of a down week, able to come back to the drawing board back here in the uh, audio recording lab and getting another NTL Now podcast out for you because, well, hey, if we're going to head into the postseason, by golly, we better have uh, a great podcast ready to go with it too, right? Okay, so coming up here this week, man, there is a lot on the agenda. We got to go back and recap some of the NTL track and field championship results, do a little preview of the upcoming District 4 meet as well. Plus, of course, we'll head into the District 4 baseball and softball standings, get a little idea of what the playoff picture may be looking like on that account as well. So we've got that coming up for you uh, this week, too. But also, we've got District 4 football to talk about. That's right. The District 4 All-Star Game is on the horizon again for football. Uh, so we'll have a little bit of a uh, snippet of audio to do with that, too. And, of course, uh, you know, we've got uh, a whole lot of other stuff that uh, we'll throw in here, too, uh, as we continue on. But we want to start this week uh, by congratulating some area wrestlers on their uh, upcoming signings uh, as far as uh, being able to continue their wrestling careers uh, after high school. Uh, I did see a feature here uh, not too long ago. Uh, congratulations going out to Wyalusing's Nick Woodruff. Saw he was able to sign with Appalachian State, and that is where Nick will be going to take care of uh, his wrestling career once college is uh, around the corner. So congratulations to him uh, on signing there at Appalachian State. However, we had two Athens area wrestlers uh, also putting pen to paper this week for that quick feature on Athens area wrestling and where Gavin Bradley and Caden Setzer will be continuing their careers. Let's get an audio clip here from Ryan Campbell from WENY Sports here on the NTL Now podcast. Hey, for Athens Wrestling, two of the program's stand wrestlers put pen to paper today to compete at the collegiate level. Kane Setzer signed to wrestle for Kent State, while Gavin Bradley signed to compete for Castleton University. Now, this past season, Setzer was an NTL first team selection in the 132 pound class. He finished in second place at the District 4 North Sectionals in Class AA and also picked up wins in the District 4 Championships bracket. Setzer plans to major in architecture at Kent State. Now, Bradley was this year's PIAA state champion at 113, along with being a first place finisher at sectionals and a District 4 runner up. He was named the NTL Wrestler of the Year and finished with a 16 1 overall record. Bradley says he plans to major in wildlife conservation and forestry management, and he also started a podcast on Spotify called Wild Animal Podcast. We caught up with both wrestlers as they discussed why they felt their destinations were the right fit, and they reflected on memorable careers at Athens. 
They had my major and it's a great school with my major. Really the academic side of it. Getting in a bigger room with the competitions is just going to be insane. The coaching staff, how awesome it was to uh, wrestle with some of the guys on the staff and in the room every day. The community up there was so helpful. Um, everybody's just trying to be successful. Everybody's just trying to push you know, their student academically up there. And it's so tight-knit. It's a lot like Athens where you know everybody just wants you to succeed academically. I'll never forget graduating from here. Forever I'll be a Wildcat so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty special feeling having my dad wrestle for this school and having my uncle wrestle for this school and uh, you know having my uncle coach at this school. It just it, it makes everything that much special. And again, congratulations to Caden Setzer and Gavin Bradley of Athens for making their college choices uh, on to the next level they go. And uh, best of luck to them as they continue their wrestling careers. And of course, again, a big thank you to WENY Sports' Ryan Campbell for that audio clip. And of course, uh, we'll get another one from Ryan coming up here in just a little bit too once we start talking about the District 4 football playoffs or just District 4 football game, I should say, uh, coming up here a little bit later on. But as I said, we've got a jam-packed episode this week. We're going to talk NTL and District 4 track, preview the District 4 baseball and softball playoffs, so don't go anywhere. Keep it right here as the NTL Now podcast rolls on this week. First, though, we're going to thank some sponsors, and we'll be right back after this quick timeout here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Welcome back to the 80th edition of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilber still here with you. And yes, thanks again to all of you who have downloaded this week's episode, not only uh, on uh, the ntlsports.com website, but also Spotify and, of course, Apple and Google Podcasts as well. Regardless, always glad to have a great listener base uh, around, and uh, we'll gladly keep going here with episode 80 this week. All right, let's dive into some track and field time from last week, the NTL Track and Field Championships going on at Athens Area High School now. Uh, looking at some of the results here uh, on the boys' side, the uh, champion of the 100-meter dash. Well, first, you know what? Before I do that, let's come back here and uh, first congratulate our team champions, uh, the Williamson Warrior boys. Congratulations as they win the boys' overall team championship and the Athens girls claim the uh, ladies' championship at the NTL track and field meet. So congratulations to both of those teams. Uh, on the team side, now let's go to the individual side of things where a congratulations goes out to Athens' Jaden Wright. Wright winning the 100-meter dash. He's just a junior for the Wildcats. 11-2-4 in the 100-meter dash. That is absolutely blazing speed for the Wildcat Jr., so congratulations to him. On to the 200-meter dash finals. Hey, Jaden Wright finds himself right there again, uh, winning the 200 meters in 23-5. So congratulations to Wright on uh, winning those two events. On to the boys' 400-meter uh, dash finals. 
Sayers Mason Huey comes away with the 53-4-6 to take the 400-meter dash uh, finals there. On to the boys' 800-meter where Williamson completes the sweep. That's right. They go 1-2-3 in the 800. Nate Welch, Owen Cummings, and Christian Misdale all going 1-2-3 to complete the uh, top three trifecta for the boys' 800 meters there. On to the boys' 1,600-meter run again. You've got Cummings, Misdale, and Welch. 1-2-3 there for the 1,600 meters. On to the boys' 3,200 meters. Williamson right there again as Misdale, Welch, and Cummings sweep the trifecta there of the top three places there. Uh, the boys' 110-meter finals. Uh, Looking at uh, some other results, uh, Dustin Hagen, the winner there in 1497. Uh, the boys' 110 meter hurdle pre, or excuse me, not the prelims, rather. I want to go back down to the boys' 300 here. Uh, Duncan Kerr of Williamson winning that with a 41 6 to win the 300 meter hurdles. Hagen wins the uh, boys' 110 hurdles with a time of 14.97. Uh, boys' 400 meter relay, Wellsboro with a nice job there. They come away with the 45.54 to win that one. Clicking the link here to see if maybe uh, I can get the uh, lineup of the four that ran. Nope, does not look like they're going to give me that. But, yes, congratulations there uh, to the Wellsboro boys on the 45-54 to win the 400-meter relay. 1,600-meter uh, relay for the boys. Williamson comes away your champion there in 339-11. In the 3,200-meter relay, Athens pulls out the 848.35 uh, top time there to claim the boys' 3,200-meter relay. High jump finals uh, for boys' high jump. Grady Cobb of Wyalusing is able to clear 510 to come away as the boys' high jump champion. Uh, Austin Kithcart actually also went 510 uh, in the high jump, but uh, I'm guessing Cobb was able to clear it in less chances, and that's why uh, Cobb comes away as the high jump champion there. All right, let's go to the boys' long jump where Kashawn Cameron comes away as the champion there from Wyalusing. Cameron going 21-5 to win the boys' long jump. Boys' triple jump finals, Hagen and Loveland, the teammates from Troy, go 1-2 there to claim that. Hagen goes 43-9. That's about seven inches off of his personal best this year. Loveland uh, for Troy goes 41-6 to claim that uh, for second place, I should say. Uh, boys, pole vault results. Uh, let's see here. Mitchell Mosier of Tawanda clears 12-6 to win the boys' uh, pole vault. Boys' discus finals. Daniel Seeley of Northeast Bradford winning the boys' discus with a distance of 152-3. Boys' javelin. Jeff Harold of North Penn Mansfield comes away with that crown, throwing over 144 feet. Boys' shot put. Daniel Seeley of Northeast Bradford again comes away as your champion uh, with a time or distance record rather of 46 five and three quarters on to the girls uh, track and field results from the NTL championships in the girls 100 meter dash Annalise Jatola of Troy comes away as your champion with a result time of 1266 uh, also on to more girls results the girls' 200-meter dash, it was Olivia Haley of Wyalusing winning the girls' uh, 
100 or girls 200 meter dash i should say with a time of 26.99 girls 400 meter dash olivia haley of wyalusing in one minute 21 in one minute and uh 0.21 seconds i should say uh for the result there so basically a one minute flat time there for Olivia Haley to come away with the girls' 400-meter uh, dash finals. 800-meter dash for the girls goes to Grace Loudermilch of Northeast Bradford with a time of 224.59. Girls' mile run, Sarah Bronson and Emma Bronson uh, come away with the uh, wins there for Athens as they go 1-2 in the girls' mile. Uh, Sarah Bronson, the freshman, with a time of 5.35. Emma Bronson goes 5.39 uh, to claim second place. 3,200-meter run, the two-mile for the girls. Grayson Loudermilch of Northeast Bradford wins that event in 12.28.20 for the winning time there. Girls 100-meter hurdles, Hannah Walker of Athens, your champion, with a time of 16.65. Uh, Walker would then go on, I believe, here to win, yes, the 300-meter hurdles as well, as she would win uh, three seconds clear uh, with a time of 48.59. Uh, in that action as well. On to the girls' 400-meter relay. Wyalusing with a time of 52.45 to claim the girls' title. Girls' 4x400-meter relay uh, goes to Canton with a time of 425.83. And in the girls' 3,200-meter relay, Athens claims that title with a 10.55.62. Girls' high jump finals, Portia Bennett, no surprise there. She claims the girls' championship with a height of 5.4 to win that. Uh, the girls' long jump finals, Maya Thompson of Athens wins it with a distance of 16.8.5. Uh, the girls' triple jump finals, Thompson completes the sweep. Uh, with a distance of 33.6 and a quarter. Girls pole vault finals, uh, Kendall Kitchen, the freshman from Canton. She goes nine feet on the uh, height to win the girls pole vault. Girls discus, uh, Olivia Bartlow of Athens with a distance of 96.1 to claim that title. And the girls javelin final will go to Maisie Newber of Northeast Bradford. Newber winning the javelin final with a distance of 116 and an inch. So Newber there. Claiming the girls' javelin, girls' shot put final goes to Emma Coolidge of Wellsboro. And that a quick recap of all of our NTL champions uh, from the NTL championships meet uh, this past uh, week with uh, action there last Friday at Athens Area High School. Now coming up here in just a little while, we're going to see how our area athletes are ready to stack up uh, in the District 4 meet. We'll go through, kind of give you an idea of where our area athletes will be competing uh, once the District 4 meet gets underway this Thursday and of course action continuing into Saturday as well. And of course, remember, if you are planning on going to the District 4 track meet, remember you want to get online now and get your tickets at PIAAD4.net. All right, before we head into the timeout, uh, speaking of District 4, we do have the District 4 football all-star game on the horizon as well. Of course, this year, uh, the return 
return of the District 4 All-Star Game. I think it's pretty uh, awesome that they were able to bring that back. But uh, before we really dive in and talk about this here uh, for just a moment, let's quickly get uh, a little bit of a breakdown, some insight into it, and some thoughts from the North head coach for District 4. That, of course, will be Canton's Tyler Seacrest. For that, again, we welcome in more sound and audio from WENY's Ryan Campbell right here on the NTL Now podcast. In past years, some of the best high school football players in District 4, including many from the Northern Tier League, come together to compete in the District 4 North-South All-Star Game. Well, after the game was not played for two years, it's set to return this June. The All-Star Game is scheduled to be played on Friday, June 24th at Danville High School at 7 o'clock. Now, this year, the North team will be sponsored by UPMC, and the South team will be sponsored by Guy Singer. Ken head coach Tyler Seacrest is the head coach for Team North UPMC. Seacrest led the Warriors to their first District 4 Class A championship since 1990, where they finished 13-1 overall before falling in the state semifinals to Bishop Guilfoyle. Seacrest will be joined by some of his assistant coaches from Ken, as well as coaches from Tawanda, Williamsport, and Montgomery. Team South Guy Singer will be coached by Milton head coach Phil Davis. Now, according to Seacrest, 22 student-athletes from the NTL will be a part of the game, and we caught up with him as he looks forward to a special event with the coaches and players after a two-year hiatus. It's exciting. Um, I'm just grateful to have an opportunity to be be the coach of the team and uh, see these seniors, some of the best in District 4, um, get to play. Some of them might be the last game they play. Uh, a lot of them are going to college, so it should be great atmosphere and a lot of fun. I got some coaches from other teams helping me, so just, just to see how they do it, other the way things are done, and just to be around those kids is going to be a great time. I think the main thing is, is just to keep them focused, um, just to have fun, uh, play clean, and just uh, play together is the, the key. I mean, you got a bunch of kids coming together from other schools, and I think to, make, to get them to come together as one would be the key. Glad to get some audio there from head coach Tyler Seacrest, of course, and a big thanks again to Ryan Campbell from WENY Sports, Channel 36 in Elmira, for the uh, great audio and uh, the great feature there on the District 4 All-Star Game. Now, of course, uh, as we are wrapping up the spring sports season, uh, we'll definitely be touching in and touching base here, uh, not only with Coach Seacrest, but also want to try and get some audio uh, from Coach Phil Davis, too. So we're going to be trying to uh, hopefully set up a little bit of a coach's corner thing here with uh, both of those coaches here within at least uh, the next week or two anyway uh, before the uh, game uh, before the game rather comes around uh, on Friday July 24th so that's definitely something on the agenda but uh, didn't want to go another week or so uh, without at least talking about it and uh, getting a little bit of an audio feel out there uh, just to kind of get some insight into the game and again uh, a big thank you uh, to UPMC and of course Geisinger as well for stepping in and uh, sponsoring this game this season. And, of course, uh, a big uh, kudos as well goes out to the District 4 Coaches Association, too. I know there's been a lot of, I guess I want to say, uh, work, a lot of grunt work and stuff behind the scenes. Uh, trying to get all the details for this ironed out so that uh, the District 4 football all-star game could return again. And, uh, you know, after uh, many, many years uh, being played in South Williamsport, it's uh, awesome to see that the uh, game will resume and, uh, you know, kind of take uh, a more fresh location as this year uh, it will head and uh, be played down in Danville and a great facility down there too. So looking forward to uh, seeing all that come about. And, of course, uh, you know, practices, they'll be coming along here 
here soon as well as uh, the teams get ready for that June 24th showdown. So uh, more details on that will come here in the coming weeks. Looking forward, though, as I said, to hopefully uh, getting a little conference call action with both coaches kind of as a premiere uh, for that upcoming contest, too. But that's uh, going to go to the back burner for right now because we've got to start diving back into some more spring sports. Of course, as I said, the baseball and softball regular season winding down this week. All games uh, have to be counted in here by the mid portion of the week. District 4 playoff brackets hopefully should be released by the end of the week or at least early part of the weekend as well. Now, where will your area team be playing? Well, hey, stick around because when we come back, we're going to take a look into the seating, maybe get some early projections on where some of our area teams are going to be. So stick around for that. When we come back, we talk District 4 baseball and softball next right here on the NTL Now podcast. Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit MaxDrivingAcademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. Time to talk District 4 baseball and softball here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wilber still here with you, rolling along and uh, ready to dive into the postseason for the springtime. So let's get into that, shall we, as we look at the baseball standings right now in District 4. Class A looks like it is potentially only uh, going to have three teams. Benton looks like they are going to be locked in as the top seed, potentially one other semifinal with Kowineski and St. John Newman, but it looks like Benton should have pretty much a bye into the Class A championship, uh, and then they will have the winner of Kowineski Valley and St. John Newman, as it looks like Millville uh, is not going to make the 500 mark uh, that you need for the uh, upcoming postseason. So, looks like just a three team field coming in the Class A bracket. Now over to Double A. This is where things get interesting because uh, the way the standings sit right now, and as long as everything holds true, uh, you know, as far as how the uh, seating and stuff goes, it looks like we're going to have uh, an eight-team playoff bracket uh, for the upcoming Double A baseball playoffs. Now seating could be subject to change, but I don't think so. It looks like pretty much everybody is uh, already deadlocked as far as. Uh, all of their games uh, being completed. Uh, I guess there could be a potential that uh, maybe Line Mountain could jump uh, Canton, so maybe Canton would be the seventh seed going into next week as well. But I think the way things are right now, you know, maybe uh, Southern could jump South, but it doesn't look it. South Williamsport's got uh, a pretty good lock in there as a top-four team. But uh, if the playoffs were to start, 
uh, going into today for and at the time of this recording for the District 4 AA playoffs. You'd have Sayre as the top seed. Uh, they would have a quarterfinal matchup with Montgomery next week as the eighth seed. The second seeded Wyalusing Valley Rams would get the seventh seeded Line Mountain Eagles. Muncie, the third seed, would host Canton. And South Williamsport would be the four. Uh, hosting Southern Columbia. And like I said, the way that uh, records are and as far as games and stuff still to be played, I pretty much think this is going to be uh, how the uh, bracket will be lined up. So it looks like uh, we're going to have two area teams at home uh, with Sayre and Wyalusing. It looks like they're going to have two home, they're going to each have home games. Canton, however, will be on the road, it looks like, as they will go to Muncie. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, this double A bracket, I think, is going to be uh, a lot of intrigue going into the District 4 playoffs this season. Now, you might ask me, why is that? This bracket has four of the top pitchers, probably not only in District 4, but potentially in double A as well. I mean, think about it. You've got Sarah Lucas Horton. Wyalusing, you've got Blake Morningstar. Muncie, Ross Iyer. South Williamsport, Landon Lorson. I mean, you can't have it any better than your top four teams, each having a stud ace that could make for some really crazy matchups here coming up uh, into not only the first round, but also, you know, potentially beyond into the semifinals and more. I mean, you think about it. If those top four seeds were to hold and we could get a Horton Lorson semifinal and Iron Morningstar semifinal, holy cow. That's just something that uh, you dream about. Uh, as a baseball fan, and I'll tell you what, uh, I got to tell you, if that's the way things break down, I mean, that's going to be a wicked uh, District 4 AA bracket for sure. But, I mean, think about it this way. You've got Southern Columbia in there as well as the five. They're the returning uh, runner-up in District 4 from last year. Canton's finally figured some things out, I think, here coming down the stretch as far as what works for them. Uh, Pitching-wise, they finally build a little bit of momentum there uh, coming down the stretch. Line Mountain and Montgomery I mean obviously you know they've earned their way into the district four playoffs too and you know baseball can be a very finicky game where you know all it takes is one team to have a bad day and who knows uh, what happens to the bracket from there on to the baseball triple-a bracket where one team from the NTL sits in that action as you've got uh, Wellsboro sitting as the four seed right now though Central Columbia Hughesville Loyal Sock Wellsboro and Mount Carmel make up the five qualifying teams for the District 4 AAA bracket. So as that bracket would go, uh, Central Columbia would get a bye into the semifinals. Uh, Hughesville and Loyal Sock would make up the other semifinal. And then Central Columbia would wait on the winner of Wellsboro and Mount Carmel uh, for a matchup, uh, for a quick quarterfinal matchup, or as I guess they want to call it, like a round robin, something like that. I don't know. But regardless, Wellsboro Mount Carmel would be kind of the play-in game to face Central Columbia in the 3A semifinals there for baseball. But it looks like five teams going to make their way into the AAA bracket. And on to the 4A bracket where you've got uh, Athens right now sitting as the five seed, 12-8 and eight on the season here at the time of this recording. Montoursville, Midwest, Danville, Lewisburg, Athens, the top five teams going into the District 4 playoffs. 
Uh, the way the power rankings are right now, Lewisburg and Athens would play the 4-5 matchup. Winner of that would take on the top seed Montoursville. Midwest uh, would take on Danville in the other semifinal, the way they have the power rankings uh, kind of broke down there for 4A. So it looks like overall we're going to have some very good representation going into the District 4 playoffs. Of course, as I said, in Class A, you're going to have Kalineski Valley. In AA, Sayre, Wyalusing, and Canton. Into AAA, you've got Wellsboro. And in 4A, you've got Athens. So overall, four, five, six teams that will qualify for the District 4 playoffs. Uh, into the baseball tournament. So that right there, a very good showing for the Northern Tier League on the baseball side. All right, let's flip gears here. Let's now go over to the softball side of things. And I'll tell you what, things in the softball rankings just seem to have gone absolutely topsy-turvy uh, from what I thought would uh, happen and what uh, actually uh, could happen here into uh, these rankings because uh, going into this week, things have gone absolutely bananas here on the uh, flip side of the softball bracket because in the Class A field, Montgomery was actually the two-seed, I believe, heading into the week. Since then, though, they found themselves dropping to four. So as of right now in the Class A bracket uh, for softball, you've got Northeast Bradford right now sitting as the top seed, 13-2. and two. Bucktail sits in there at second at 16-2. and two. Kalineski Valley third at 16-3. and three. Montgomery the four seed at 14-4. and four. And Canton uh, as the five right now at 16-4. and four. Now Millville, who actually was defeated by Canton earlier this week, uh, I think they have the opportunity to potentially, I think they've got one game left maybe uh, to try and qualify for districts, maybe two, but they are right now just sitting a game under 500, so still an outside shot that Millville could get there. But uh, the story here is the top five teams in the Class A bracket, all with uh, a very big chip on their shoulder coming into the playoffs this season. You've got Northeast Bradford, a team looking to avenge last year's District 4 finals loss to Montgomery. You've got Montgomery this season with four losses. Faith Persing, obviously one of the dominant pitchers, not only in District 4, but the state of Pennsylvania. Canton goes down to Montgomery last Friday night. They clipped the Red Raiders for a 1-0 win. So Canton now with a lot of confidence coming into this playoff realm as well. And if the playoffs were to start right now, uh, Montgomery and Canton would indeed be that uh, rematch in the 4-5 matchup and the winner of that one would then go on to play Northeast Bradford. Then of course you've got Bucktail in there, one of the up and coming teams. I think they're a team uh, with a lot of experience in their uh, sophomore and junior class and of course Kalineski Valley who's just been steady all season long. Now Kalineski Valley I believe still has a game uh, later this week with Liberty but that's not going to count because, uh, well it will count I should say, but it won't count I don't believe towards the district standing because all games for that have to be completed by the midweek. So uh, Kalineski Valley, I believe, is pretty well locked in here as the three seed. I think pretty much everybody is uh, locked into their seeding. Now Montgomery, I believe, still has a couple of games left. So uh, if Montgomery maybe were to lose one more, you could see Canton jumping and maybe hosting Montgomery. But I think the matchups pretty well sit as they are. Uh, Montgomery is going to face uh, Canton either at home or on the road there uh, in the 4-5 matchup. Bucktail will take on Kalineski Valley in a semifinal. And Northeast Bradford will await the winner of Canton-Montgomery 
uh, for the uh, other Class A semifinal in softball there. On to the 2A bracket for District 4 softball. The 2A standings right now have South Williamsport as the one at 13 and 4. Why losing just behind them at 13 and 5. You've got Muncie Northwest as the uh, top four, and that's about where the cutoff is going to be. So it looks like we're going to dive right into the double A semifinals uh, with South Williamsport taking on Northwest and Why losing taking on Muncie now uh, very little uh, seeding points separate uh, in the power rankings why losing in Muncie and uh, I mean this is going to be neutral site anyway once the semifinals roll around but still uh, being the top seed and the chance to have uh, the opportunity uh, to be the home team would definitely uh, bode both of those teams well I think heading into these District 4 playoffs. But right now, I think South Williamsport uh, is definitely uh, the team to watch there in the AA field. But, hey, you know, I mean, Coach Loomis, he's got Wyloosing playing as good a ball as he could have asked for this year, racking up a 13-win season thus far. And uh, I think they've got some action uh, coming up this week, too. I think I saw the other night uh, they're going to have uh, a little scrimmage action with Northeast Bradford, so at least they're staying fresh here during this down week. Uh, Softball-wise, into the AAA bracket, you've got Central Columbia, Lewisburg, Loyal Sock, and North Penn Liberty as the top four. Bloomsburg and Montoursville round out the top six. So if the District 4 playoffs were to start as they are right now, you would have Central Columbia and Lewisburg each getting a bye to the semifinals. From there, you would have Loyal Sock and Montoursville playing for the right to play Lewisburg, North Penn Liberty, and Bloomsburg would play in the other quarterfinal for the right to play Central Columbia in the uh, championship semifinals uh, later on into next week. But for North Penn Liberty, I mean, a team comprised of, uh, you know, what, 70% freshmen, uh, some other sophomores splashed in as well. What a year this has been for Coach Choppel and the Lady Mounties right now at 13-5 and five on the year. And as I said, they've still got a couple of games left. I know they still got a big one with Kalineski Valley here coming up later this week. And uh, North Penn Liberty definitely looking to keep their momentum going. Kalineski Valley, though, they're going to be looking for a bounce back uh, against the Mounties. I think North Penn Liberty actually got him in the first matchup. CV is going to be looking to uh, return the favor in the next one. On to the 4A bracket right now where Athens currently sitting a game under 500. they They've got one more left, I believe, on their schedule. But the thing is, is I don't know if they are going to get it. Oh, actually, yes, they are at Montgomery at the time of this recording. So uh, if the Wildcats are able to top Montgomery, well, that's going to help them. But uh, for Montgomery, uh, if they're able to clip Athens tonight, that's going to help them a lot too uh, as far as the power rankings go, beating a 4A school. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that here as the rest of the week goes. But, yes, if Athens is able to pull off that win, that would qualify them for the District 4 playoffs, so it could be potentially a five-team field in the uh, girls' 4A bracket. But as of right now, if the playoffs were to start uh, right now, it uh, looks like it would be, uh, well, just two, actually, because both uh, Danville and Midwest currently sit under 500. Athens, though, if they were to get to that 10th win, I believe both Danville and Midwest would qualify because I believe all teams above the final team uh, at 500 all qualify for the playoffs too. So that's kind of where we are. So 4A still uh, kind of an up in the air 
bracket to be determined here as far as NTL participation goes. But as we know right now, we have at least, let's see, three teams in Class A, uh, one in AA, and one in AAA. So we've got five area teams that we know of are automatically qualified already. Uh, for the District 4 playoffs once the softball uh, and baseball, or once the softball playoffs, I should say, get underway into next week. But as I said, uh, going through the standings there for both baseball and softball, uh, all games uh, to count for districts had to be completed here by the middle part of the week. And hopefully, 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 we'll get the brackets out uh, early so we can start making plans uh, on the broadcast side for that uh, coming into next week as well. All right, so we've completed a little baseball softball talk there. That only leads or only leaves, I should say, one final aspect to cover. We'll go through the District 4 championships uh, for the performance sheets for the District 4 track and field championships coming up uh, here later this week. Remember, if you need tickets for that event, you got to log online now to piaad4.net. Uh, to claim your tickets for that. So, folks, stick around as we come back. We'll talk more PIAA District 4 track and field. That comes your way next as we head into the final segment right here on the NTL Now podcast. Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton is your one-stop shop for clothing and apparel. Whether it's t-shirts, hats, sweatpants, sweatshirts, jewelry, or blankets, they can personalize or customize just about anything. If your school, club, or sports league is planning a fundraiser, call Thompson Sports and Apparel and see how they can help at 570-673-3655. That's Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5, and Saturdays 9 to 1. There's always those nights of the week when no one in the family wants to cook. That's when you go to Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton. At Jimmy's, you'll find a menu packed with delicious food items. Everything from Alfredo to chicken parm, even pizza, pasta, prime rib, and so much more. Call Jimmy's Park Hotel today for your takeout orders at 570-673-8777. That's Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton. Open daily at 11 a.m. And like their page on Facebook for daily specials. The best way to find the right college for you is to experience campus in person. Visit Mansfield University and see why students choose to live and learn on our beautiful campus. Surrounded by endless adventure, meet the faculty and current students. Connect with your personal admissions representative and tour campus, including our on-campus residence halls, named top 10 best dorms in the country. Schedule your visit today at mansfield.edu slash visit. The District 4 Track and Field Championships going May 19th and 21st at Williamsport Area High School. Let's dive into some of the preceding performance lists here to find out where some of our area athletes are going to be uh, kind of in the running here for the upcoming track and field championships there for District 4. On to the boys' side. We are in the 100-meter dash where it looks like the NTL shall be pretty well represented here. Jaden Wright of Athens with the fourth top time here in the uh, district with his 11-2-4 from the NTL meet. Jack Poyer of Wellsboro with an 11-2-8 uh, comes in as the sixth best time here in District 4 as 
as well. Looking down the list, looks like Wyalusing Valley's Kashawn Cameron with an 11.58 uh, will be in the uh, top 20 as well. Uh, Cameron actually with the 14th best time. Colson Keithley of Athens in the mix here as well, along with Dylan Boyce too for the uh, Wellsboro Hornets uh, in that uh, action too. The top time though right now for District 4 in the 100 meters for the boys, Braden Wislowski of Southern Columbia. Uh, his seed time, 10-8-4, uh, but uh, just letting you know, he has been clocked at just under 10-6 this year in the 100 too. So yeah, he's, uh, he's doing all right there uh, for uh, the Southern Columbia Tigers. Now let's go to the boys' 200-meter dash uh, seedings, and let's see where some of our area athletes uh, kind of clock in here for the 200 meters. Uh, Athens is Jaden Wright comes in with the eighth-best time there at 23.5 for the Wildcats. That is the best uh, result for the Northern Tier. Jack Poyer uh, with a 10th spot. Uh, in the uh, seeding times as well with a 23.67. Uh, other uh, NTL qualifiers here, you've got Mason Kelsey of Williamson with a 23.9. Mason Huey of Sayre with a 23.9. Colson Keesley of Athens with a 24 flat. And Carter Lewis of Athens as well with a 24.1. Isaiah or Isis Watkins, I should say, of Troy uh, also in there with a 24.3. So good representation there in the boys' 200-meter Top time right now in the boys' 200 meter for District 4 is Chris Viles of Milton. He's got a time of 22.8 uh, for that action. All right, let's now go to the boys' 400 meter dash. Let's see who rounds out the field there. Williamson's Elias Kaufman is the top team or top uh, runner from the Northern Tier League. Kaufman timing in with the fifth best time in District 4. He's got a 52.83. Other runners from the Northern Tier, uh, Shakae Smith of Northeast Bradford with a 53.4. Mason Huey of Sayre with a 53.4. Jacob Hinman of Troy with a 53-7, Isaiah Nimzik of Canton with a 54-2, and also from Williamson, Michael Lewis clocking in too with a 55-3. Troy's Isis Watkins, the final uh, time in the two or in the 400 meters with a 55-9. Top seed right now, or top time I should say, for the 400 meters going into this weekend uh, will be South Williamsport's Hayden Swinehart. He's got a time of 51 flat, actually 51.02 on his timing there. On to the next event for the boys. It's the 800 meters. Let's see where our Northern Tier League runners stack in. Nate Welch of Williamson with the third best time in District 4 with a time of 2.02 in the 800. Owen Cummings of Williamson also in the mix. He's got the sixth best time. Uh, Christian Misdale of Williamson with the eighth best time in that 800 meter class. Uh, also from Athens, Kyle Anthony. He's in the top 15 with a time of 2.07.8 for the 800. Uh, Brandon Kuhn from Northeast Bradford, Ryan Thompson of Athens, Brody Fury of Wyalusing, and Ethan Denlinger of Athens also in the 800 mix there with uh, top times 
uh, for the 800 meters. Boys Mile here at the District 4. Well, let's see here. Top time for the 800 meter, I should say, is Morgan Gavitt of Hughesville. He's under two minutes with a time of 158.65 going into the uh, upcoming District 4 meet. Boys Mile, the 1600 meter run. Morgan Gavitt of Hughesville, your leader there with a 422.38 as the Boils or as the Boys Top Miler. Owen Cummings of Williamson, Christian Misdale of Williamson into the top four as well. Cummings with the second best time. Misdale uh, comes in as the fourth seed. Athens' Kyle Anthony comes in as the fifth best time with a 439.08. North Penn Mansfield's Noah Shedden also in the mix as well with a time of 441. Other area runners as we uh, look down here through the AA standings uh, goes to... Let's see, Athens' Ethan Hicks, uh, the last runner uh, to qualify here in the boys' 1,600-meter run. All right, let's roll on here in the, uh, let's see, what do we got? The boys' 110 hurdles here coming into this uh, for the top runners. Uh, you've got Dustin Hagen of Troy. He's got the second-best time with a 14.97. Jake Rose of Southern Columbia. He is actually, I believe, the defending state champion in the 110 hurdles. Rose with a time right now of 14.14 as the top seed. Other area runners, Levi Coons of Athens into the top eight uh, with a time of 15.95. Blake Shedden of Troy comes in as the 12th best time at 16.54. Northeast Bradford's Austin Kithcart, uh, Ronell Ankum of Athens, uh, and also James Rogan of Wyalusing will compete there in the boys' 110 hurdles. Onward we go to the boys' 300-meter hurdles, where Jake Rose of Southern Columbia, again, your leader in the clubhouse. He's got a best time of 39-7. to to lead all runners here in the 300 hurdles for the boys. Onward we go. Duncan Kerr of Williamson, the area's best time, as he comes in as the number six seed with a time of 41.6. Hagen of Troy comes in with a 42.02. Other runners here from the area in the 300 hurdles. We'll see uh, Ronald Ankum of Athens. He's got a time of 44-1. He comes in in the top 15. Other area runners here will be uh, Levi Coons of Athens and uh, Tawanda's Dan Stores will also be in there as well. All right, let's go to some field events here for the upcoming uh, playoff or for the uh, districts as well. Actually, no. Let's go to the 4x100-meter relay. Southern Columbia right now, the uh, top team with a time of 44.04. They've got the top spot. Uh, other area teams, Wellsboro comes in as the seventh best time of 45.54. That uh, group made up of Joe Brown, Jack Poyer, Jack Bryant, and Dylan Boyce for the Hornets. Athens with the team of Coons, Keithley, Ryan Thompson, and Jaden Wright come in as the 10th seed with a time of 45-9. Other area teams, Wyalusing, Troy, North Penn, Mansfield, also uh, right there at 11, 12, and 13. And then uh, rounding out the bottom part there, Northeast Bradford's team as well onto the District 4 
uh, action as well. Four by four one or four by four hundred meter relay, the sixteen hundred meter relay, I should say. Hughesville with the top time there with a time of three thirty four oh five. Williamson with the team of Kaufman, Hughes, Lewis, and Kerr come in with a time of three thirty eight ninety six. Athens with the team of Ankum, Denlinger, Thompson, and Anthony come in as the ninth seed with a three forty sixty six. Northeast Bradford, Troy, and also North Penn, Mansfield, and Wyalusing. They will have teams along with Sarah too competing in that event. Now to, let's see, the other action that we have coming up here uh, for the District 4 tournament, the 3,200-meter relay. Four districts, Hughesville, the top team with an 808.85 uh, for their qualifying time. Area teams, Athens as the number six team uh, with a time of 848.35. That team of Birch, Thompson, Denlinger, and Anthony. Northeast Bradford as the seventh seed with the team of Caper, Smith, Jones, and Kuhn. Uh, let's see, other teams from the area. Troy will be in there as well. They are the 11th seed, Wyalusing as the 13th. And also here in uh, this action, Williamson will be the 16th seed in the boys' 3,200-meter relay. All right, let's now go to more action here. We've got the boys' high jump. Tyler Arnold of Southern Columbia with a 6-1 jump comes in as the top seed this weekend. Uh, Austin Kithcart of Northeast Bradford, he's got the area's best jump. Uh, he comes in as the five seed here into the boys' high jump with a jump of 5-10. Other participants will be Ethan Lewis of Wyalusing, Grady Cobb of Wyalusing. Also in the mix, you've got Caden Williams of Canton, Ethan Denlinger of Athens, Aiden Gaiman of Wellsboro, Kyle Mosier of Wellsboro, Fletcher Good from Williamson, uh, and a whole bunch of others as well. Uh, rounding towards the bottom. Now we go on to the boys' pole vault where Montoursville's Brady McKibben comes in with the area's best jump of 13-7 on the vault. Mitchell Mosier, though, for Tawanda right behind him with a mark of 13 feet in the pole vault. So Mosier comes in as the second seed there in the pole vault. Uh, other area vaulters, Seth Seymour of Troy with an 11-foot mark comes in in the top 11 and Spencer Wetzel of Wellsboro will be number 12. Uh, looks like some other ones in there will be uh, Mikey Noel of Tawanda as well as Aiden Hunsinger of Wyalusing 2 uh, at Districts. Now to the boys long jump, Jake Rose of Southern Columbia right now your top jumper with a mark of 22-1. Kashawn Cameron of Wyalusing, Dustin Hagen of Troy going 2-3. Cameron with a jump of 21-5. Hagen's jump of 21-2, rounding out the top three there. Other jumpers here from the Northern Tier League, Colin Loveland of Troy with a jump of 20 feet 7 inches, and uh, some other ones in there too. Isaiah Nimzik of Canton, he'll be in there with a jump of 19-9. Caden Williams uh, also in there. Brady Stetter from North Penn Mansfield too. Keeping the jumps going, triple jump action. Nasir Hurd of Bloomsburg right now with the top mark of 45-11. Dustin Hagen of Troy, number two with a 44-6. Colin Loveland and Aiden Gaiman each in the mix there. Gaiman of Wellsboro with a 42-4. Loveland of Troy with a 41-9. Logan Lambert of Tawanda also in the top 10 uh, with a 41-5 jump. Uh, other action there. Isaiah Nimzik of Canton. Nolan Oswald of Wyalusing. And Ethan Lewis of Wyalusing. Just some of the uh, other area jumpers 
that will be there uh, for the triple jump. On to the boys' shot put, where Cole Goodwin of Milton has the area's top throw with a 52-9. Mason Impt of Troy comes Williams in with of the Canton. Third best he will throw also be in the mix here from the Northern Tier League, seven. along with also Fulton in the mix from Northeast Bradford of North Sealy in the mix with a 46-5 shot put. Five, Discus uh, action. Chicatano uh, of Mount Carmel uh, with a distance of 166-2 comes away there. Dan Sealy of Northeast Bradford, the area's best thrower, with a Top 10 thrower as well coming into the action. Three other action there. Kyle Kapachok of Canton. He's got a distance of 133.10 to be a top uh, area thrower, too. Uh, Kapachok comes in with the eighth best throw in District 4. You've got Wyatt Gastrock of Wellsboro and also Ian Bump of Williamson, some other area throwers that will be in the field here. And uh, also on to. The uh, boys' javelin throw where Liam Reinard of Northwest area, he will be uh, into the uh, – well, he's got the area's best throw there for the boys' javelin of 167-11 and also uh, in the mix for the area. Looks like Jeff – or excuse me, yes, Jeff Harold – or Jet Harold, excuse me, of uh, North Penn. He'll be in the mix uh, in the javelin throw too. He's in the top 20 and other throwers – will be Brody Burley of North Penn, Josh Martin of Athens, and Bryant Green of Tawanda will also have the opportunity uh, to throw there for the boys. So that's kind of how the boys' District 4 uh, meet is breaking down there for that action. Now let's go over to the girls' side of things and see how that's all shaking out for the girls' preliminary action uh, leading into the weekend as well. And it looks like the area is going to start off strong in the girls' 100 meters as Annalise Jatola of Troy and Olivia Haley of Wyalusing with the two top times in District 4. Jatola with a time of 12.66, Haley with a time of 12.79. So the NTL will be looking uh, for some district gold here coming into this weekend. Other runners uh, for the area looks like uh, Kaylin Pine of Troy will be in the mix as well. She's got a top 11 time of 13.32. Cassandra Karen of Wyalusing with a 13.39. And Jade Colwell of Williamson also in the mix with a 13, uh, also 45. Now, if you don't hear uh, some names you think you should be hearing right away, I do have to preface this that uh, the Athens Lady Wildcats are actually AAA for the district standing, so we'll get to some of their girls coming up once we get into AAA. Now to the girls' 200-meter dash here where it will be Kendra Stout of Central Columbia with a 26-18 as the top seed, Olivia Haley of Wyalusing. She comes in as the sixth seed with 26-9-9. Jatola of Troy, rather, comes in as the seven with a 27-04. Looking at some of the other girls' results here to see who else will be in the mix. Looks like Anna Kennedy of North Penn Man Field, the only other runner there. Girls 400 meter dash, Lily Saul of Montoursville, the area's top time with a 57.72. Why Lusing's Olivia Haley, the area's top time with a 59.96. She comes in as the third seed, Anna Dunn of Tawanda with a one minute uh, flat time. She's actually closer to about a 101 in the 400. Uh, she comes in with the fifth best time. Looking at some other area runners, Kaylin Pine of Troy with a 104.37. Wyalusing's Cassandra Curran with a 104.91. And Kyra Daly of Williamson with a 105.01. Uh, to round out the area's top times there 
for the 400 meters. On to the girls' 800-meter run where Lily Saul of Montoursville, again, the area's top time with a 216.41. Best area runners there. You've got Graceland Laudermilch of Northeast Bradford with a 224.59. She comes in as the four seed for this weekend. Other area runners, Camille McRoberts of Canton with a 229.45. She comes in with the area's 11th best time. Northeast Bradford's Lila Hughes also in the mix with a 232.57. Uh, no other area wrestlers in that mix. So we continue on down the trend here uh, to the girls' uh, mile run where Bloomsburg's Maisie Akey comes in with the area's best time of 5.12.37. Loudermilch of Northeast Bradford with a 5.23.22 comes in with the second best time in the area. Canton's Camille McRoberts comes in with a top 10 time. She's actually the eighth seed with a 5.40.73. Kayla Beebe of Wyalusing with a 5.40.86 right behind her as the nine other area runners who will be competing in the girls' mile include Addison Ferrer of North Penn Mansfield and Haley Warner of Williamson there for the girls' mile run. Girls' two-mile run, Aki of Bloomsburg again, the top seed with a 10.54.78. Loudermilk right behind her with an 11.43.97 as the two-seed other area runners that will be in the mix here. Lila Hughes of Northeast Bradford again with a 13.02. And it looks like that will be the last of the area runners there in the two mile and that brings us now to more action girls 100 meter hurdle sienna brazier of lewisburg with a 15:21 to lead the area there best area result uh, goes to chelsea hungerford of williamson she's got a 16:74. she will be the eighth seed going into this weekend other area runners include kelsey carl of Tawanda. She is in the mix there with a top 20 seeding and also uh, Evelyn uh, Luca of Williamson. She's in the mix too uh, with the 21st seed at 1801. Girls 300 meter hurdles going into the weekend. Mackenzie Lopez of Milton with a 47-87 will be the top seed going into the uh, District 4 uh, track and field action this weekend. Uh, top area runners here. Let's see. Not seeing anybody yet. Well, Hungerford is down here on the second page. She's got the time of 51.70 in the girls' 300-meter hurdle. She's got the area's best time there uh, to be the 16th seed. And also in the mix will be Kelsey Carl there of Tawanda with a 52.63 uh, for that action. Girls' 400-meter relay time. Central Columbia with the best time of 50.32. Tawanda's got the best time for the girls. They are the sixth seed. They've got the team of Portia Bennett, Kelsey Allen Smith, Eliza Fowler, and Anna Dunn with a 51.92 to be the sixth seed going into this weekend. Wyalusing area with the ninth best time here in District 4 with a 52.45. They've got the team of uh, Karen, Ely, Botts, and Haley as their top teams there for the uh, Rams uh, going into the weekend. Troy's got a team uh, in the top 11. That'll be Pine, Gear, Jatola, and uh, Wyfen. 
there for the Lady Trojans. They've got a time of 53-85. Williamson also in the mix as well. Other teams, North Penn Mansfield uh, will be in there too in the girls' 4 by or four by one uh, relay there. Girls' 1,600-meter relay. Top team is Lewisburg with a time of 404-81. Tawanda comes in with the area's best time with a 4-16-70. They've got the team of Smith, Bennett, Fowler, and Dunn again as the uh, fifth seed going into the weekend. Canton comes in with the ninth best time in District 4 with a 425-83. That team of Callie Wesneski, Lacey Nimzik, Kendall Kitchen, and Camille McRoberts representing the Warriors there for Wyalusing. They will be the 13th seed with the team of Botts, uh, looks like Betch, uh, McCracken, and Karen for that action. Looking down to some other teams here in the 1,600-meter relay, North Penn Mansfield will also be competing there too. Girls 3,200-meter relay, Southern Columbia with the top time of 9.52.07. Uh, our top area team will be Troy with Lackey, Depew, Taylor, and Colton. They have a time of 11.09.14. They are a top 10 team going into the weekend. You've got Wellsboro as well as the 11 seed, Canton as the 13, Wyalusing as the 15 heading into the District 4 weekend. On to the girls' high jump. No surprise, defending state champion Portia Bennett. She comes in with the best uh, jump so far this season as she cleared the height of 5'6". Uh, to take the top seed here going into districts this weekend. Wellsboro's Annika Gaiman uh, with a 4-11 and uh, Hannah Eli or Hannah Hannah Ely, excuse me, from Wyalusing with a time of four or with a jump rather of 411. Man, I'll tell you what, you can tell we were winding down here as uh, I'm just tripping over. Uh, my tongue going through the uh, final stages here, but also uh, McCracken and Wilcox from Wyalusing. They will be in the mix here, too, in the girls' high jump. Girls' pole vault. This ought to be an interesting one here. Milton's uh, Riley Murray with a 12-3 to uh, be the area's uh, top jumper. You've got uh, in the mix here from the area. Canton's Kendall Kitchen uh, with a vault of 9 feet. Uh, she's got the area's uh, best vault there. Uh, she comes in as the eighth best vaulter heading into the weekend. Let's see if there's any other area vaulters here. Taylor Spencer of Wyalusing and Bailey Johnson of Troy. Also Priscilla Newton of Wyalusing. Uh, she'll be in the fold here in the pole vault too. Girls long jump. It'll be uh, Charlie Schlabach of Bloomsburg with a 17-10 jump there uh, for the AA girls as uh, she'll be there for that action as the top seed. Best area jump so far will be Portia Bennett of Tawanda with a 15-10. Now, of course, as I said, uh, Athens is up in the AAA for the girls, so that's why if you're wondering, wait a minute, where's Maya Thompson? Well, Thompson will be uh, up in the AAAs. Uh, Bennett, though, the area's best jump in AA with a 15-10 and a half for Portia Bennett. Hannah Ely for Wyalusing uh, with a 15-6 and a half uh, be, brings in the 10th seed there. Other area jumpers here uh, from the Northern Tier League, uh, Canton's Kendall Kitchen also in the mix here, and Troy's Kalen Pine for the girls' long jump. Triple jump uh, will be Schlaubach again from, or Schlauk rather, from Bloomsburg. She's got a 37-3. 
as the top seed uh, best jumper here from the north will be Annika Gaiman of Wellsboro with a 33-1. Ely from Wyalusing with a 32-8. Uh, she's in the mix there as well. You've got uh, Hannah Rick of Tawanda and also Elizabeth Gear of Troy. They'll be in the mix in the girls' triple jump. Girls' shot put goes to Avery Dalkis of Mount Carmel with a 40-feet, 2-inch throw. Uh, other girls in the mix here from the area. Uh, quickly scrolling down through the list, and it looks like Williamson's Renee Abbott will be the only area thrower there in the girls' shot put. Girls' discus action, uh, Southern Columbia's Allie Griscavage with a mark of 100 feet 1 inch will be the area's top thrower there in the uh, girls' javelin, uh, or excuse me, girls' discus rather, excuse me, there. Uh, North Penn Mansfield's Tierney Patterson, so far the uh, area's best throw with uh, a 90 feet 2 inch throw. Patterson comes in as the 11th best thrower, Rish of Tawanda will be the 12th seed going into the weekend and other area throwers here. Quickly scrolling down the list, looks like that will be all for the girls' discus. Now on to the girls' javelin. Mackenzie Lopez of Milton with the best throw of 132 and 5 inches. Area throwers here will be Maisie Newber of Northeast Bradford. She comes in as the sixth seed with a distance of 116.01. Coolidge of Wellsboro as the seven with a 114.02. Quickly scrolling down through the list for other area throwers, looks like Emily Otis of Wyalusing. She'll be there as well with a throw of 93.06. Now quickly on to the girls AAA where Athens will be. Uh, we'll look down to see where some of the uh, top uh, runners from Athens will be. You've got Jenny Ryan. She will be in the mix in the girls 100-meter dash with a run of 13.96. Girls 200-meter dash here. Athens will have Hannah Walker. She's got the best time of 27.57. She'll be the four-seed Going into that action, Cassie Friend of Athens, she'll also be in the girls' 200-meter run as well. Girls' 400 meters, looks like it will be Cassie Friend of Athens. She'll have the best run there for the Wildcats. She comes in with a time of 104.84. Friend will be the 10th seed there. Let's keep cruising on here through the girls' AAA rankings. We've got the now 800-meter run for the girls and in the 800 meter run Emma Bronson of Athens comes in with the fourth best time of 229.31 also in the mix for Athens will be Thea Bentley with a time of 2.42. Girls Mile for the AAA side will feature Emma Bronson and Sarah Bronson. They've got the four and five seeds locked up. Uh, Emma Bronson with a time of 5.24.94. Sarah Bronson with a time of 5.25.40. Uh, other runners there in the mix. Looks like they will be the only ones there for Athens in the girls' AAA mile. Girls' AAA two-mile, uh, Sarah Bronson comes in with the third-best time of 11.48.74. On to the girls' 100-meter hurdles, Hannah Walker of Athens, the third-seed time with a 16.65. That takes us now to the other action. Nope, excuse me. I skipped over Emily Henderson. She's also going to be in the mix there in the girls' 100-meter hurdles there too. So uh, good luck to those ladies there. Girls' 300-meter hurdles uh, looks 
like it will be Walker again from Athens. She's got the area's best time there. She'll be the three seed with a 48-59. Uh, that will be the only uh, Athens runner there in the uh, AAAs. On to the girls' 400-meter relay in AAA. It will be Athens as the seven seed. So Athens with the team of Henderson, Ryan, Walker, and Wheeler make up the seventh seeded time with a 55-40. 1,600-meter relay for the girls. Athens will be the fifth seed with a 422-66. The team of Friend Bronson, Emma Bronson, uh, Maya Thompson, Hannah Walker make up the team there. Girls 3,200-meter relay. Athens will be the sixth seed there with Emma and Sarah Bronson, Thea Bentley, and Maya Thompson as the uh, girls 4 by 800 meter relay uh, team there. Girls high jump in AAA, and it looks like there will be uh, no area girl. Oh, excuse me, Hannah Earls for Athens. She will be uh, there with a 4 foot 2 uh, high jump mark uh, for that. Girls pole vault in AAA, it looks like we will not have an area pole vaulter there in AAA. Girls long jump for AAA, Maya Thompson of Athens with a jump of 16.8.5 will come in as the two seed. In girls AAA, she will be just behind uh, Countess Lingard of Williamsport, who's got a jump of 16.10.5. Other jumpers for Athens, Cassie Friend and Taylor Walker, will also be in the mix for the girls AAA long jump. AAA on the long jump side, it will, or triple jump side rather, for AAA. Maya Thompson of Athens, the third seed. She comes in with a jump of 33.6 and a quarter. Other Athens jumpers here, Taylor Walker will be in with a jump of 31.5 and a quarter as well. Girls shot put action, uh, scrolling down through the list quickly here. Uh, girls shot put, shot put will be Olivia Bartlow of Athens. She'll be the seventh seed with a throw of 31.6. Also in the mix, Hannah Earls with a 26.4. On her throw, girls discus for AAA uh, will feature uh, Athens' Olivia Bartlow. She's got a throw of 96-1. She will be the fourth seed going into the AAA uh, action this weekend. Emma per Pernicelli, uh, the sophomore, she will be there from Athens with a throw of 84-5. And also uh, Rachel Jelliff of Athens with a throw of 77 feet will also be in the girls' discus. And finally, girls AAA javelin action. And the only thrower, it looks like, from Athens there will be Emma Pernicelli uh, to round out the girls' AAA as well with a 96-9. So that is how our area track athletes stack up heading into the District 4 Track and Field Championships going into this weekend. And again, good luck to all of our area runners and throwers who will be competing uh, throughout the time. You can check out the complete schedule on PIAAD4.net uh, for all of the events. And of course, remember, you can get your tickets as well for the upcoming District 4 Track and Field Championships uh, online uh, at PIAAD4.net as well. So that will pretty much put a wrap to this week's podcast. Now, of course, next week we begin the District 4 playoffs for baseball and softball. Where will I be uh, for Wiggle coverage? I do not know yet, but uh, go ahead and uh, follow Wiggle 100 on Facebook. We'll have an idea coming up here later in the week, and uh, also uh, you'll have an idea of where I will be too. So 
yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to seeing some brackets come out. But uh, just in just in general, looking forward to the postseason uh, coming up here as we get into crunch time now with the baseball and softball postseason around the corner too. Anyway, though, have yourselves a great rest of your week. I've had a blast talking uh, District 4 baseball, softball, track and field, and, of course, the District 4 football all-star game as well. So all in all, it's been just another great week and another great addition. 80 of them are complete. Can you believe it? I cannot. We've got 20 more to go until we hit the century mark. Who knows when we'll hit that, probably uh, in the next season. But we just keep uh, producing them and knocking them out, and everybody out there keeps enjoying listening. So that's where we are with that. Anyway, we'll try and get a podcast out next week. If not, we'll definitely have an end-of-the-season recap coming up here in a couple of weeks as well. Uh, pending, we'll see where our area teams are. But with the broadcast schedule and district playoffs next week, uh, I'll do my best to see if we can get one out uh, before everything gets going. So with that in mind, have yourselves a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you on another great edition of the NTL Now podcast. As always, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.